from truth we come into the truth we go from the immutable we come into the immutable we go and in between there is the game of time between timelessness and timelessness flows the stream of time it's a very peculiar stream it arises from timelessness and ends in timelessness comes from you could say nowhere ends into nowhere and in between there is so much commotion between no happening and no happening everything happens somebody once asked a wise man where do we come from what do we disappear into they were talking in the night there was a lamp by their side the wise man just put off the lamp having put out the lamp he asked where is the flame now where is the flame now that's how we come that's how we go the flame was just an appearance the appearance is no more the substance of the flame existed before the flame and exists after the flame the flame has been blown out the substance exists and from that substance a million more flames would again arise and irrespective of how many flames arise from the substance no flame is going to be everlasting it is the nature of flames to be put out it is the nature of the substance to keep 
generating flames. I'm getting it. The flame is not really a thing. It is a manifestation of something that was always there. Therefore, this world is not really a thing, it is just a manifestation. Something that is not in the world, but is at the foundation of the world, manifests the world. And the world, like all things manifested, does not stay manifested forever. You could say we are talking of material things or you could say we are talking of the consciousness that perceives all material things. You could say we are talking about the origin of the universe and things in the universe. Or you could say we are talking of the origin of the mind. That which presents itself again and again if you will observe is just various forms of a central principle. We talk of Prakriti, and Satrajitam, we see how everything that is present, manifested, ultimately just boils down to either a few subatomic particles or forces or classically tendencies. So all of it that is manifested 
is limited to a certain set. Circumscribed by a prakritic boundary. within which all coming and going, rising and falling is constantly happening. Then why must we talk of Brahma? Brahm is at most a conjecture when it comes to the intellect. But when it comes to the yearning of the ego, then Brahm is the only reality. Why? Because the boundaries do not offer you rest and relaxation. Your consciousness is always hitting against those boundaries. Nothing within those boundaries really suffices. So to your finality, to your origin and to your dissolution, you give a name that's outside the boundary. That name is Truth or Brahma. Yes. You had mentioned um, that you have to set yourself a hopeless target. What does that imply? It has to be something that you cannot hope to attain remaining what you are. If I have to put it roughly and therefore numerically it will be like this in your own estimation in your own self-assessment if you amount to 100 units of something that's your utter and upper limit then your target has to be 500. So is Brahm available to be expressed 
as a high number as something in the range of 500 no the number 500 even roughly applies to brahm only in the sense that you take yourself to be 100 and remaining 100 you cannot hope to touch 500 it's just too far away remaining 100 maybe if you stretch yourself a little you can do 100 406 all right 115 not 500 in that sense you have to be hopeless not about brahma but about yourself that if i stay 100 there is no hope of brahma attainment therefore if there has to be any hope i must be 500 at 100 you must know that for you to have any hope of brahma attainment you must move from 100 to the moment you reach 500 brahma must become 2500 now again you must be rendered hopeless remaining who i am 500 there is no hope of even touching brahma who sits pretty at 2500 all right so you decide to extend yourself a lot more now you are 2500 feeling like a champion and you discover that brahm is sitting at 10000 that's brahm as long as you can be measured in a number the immeasurable will remain distant or what's your only hope then brahm remains evasive to all numbers and anything that's tangible measurable can be expressed in numbers so how do you beat brahm in his own game see how smart we are how do you do that by doing what he does or it does or she does whatever don't mind so you attain brahm only by being brahm if you are anything other than Brahm, Brahm will be very mischievously evasive. You are now 50,000 and Brahm is teasing you at 3 lakhs. Hi. Getting it? So you have to be hopeless about your present condition. You have to tell yourself. I have no authority, no privilege to hope while maintaining my current self. And if I am serious about Brahm, then I need not hope remaining as I am, then I must hope to dissolve who I am. 
the ego operates differently the ego says i will remain as i am but i'll hope that i'll attain bigness remaining as you are bigness will at most be a dream so brahm is a target that you can never attain being yourself therefore brahm is a target that dissolves the one setting the target Brahm is a moving target. The game is not fair. What happens is, as you grow big, your appetite for Brahm grows bigger. Therefore, Brahm remains as elusive as it ever was. Are you getting it? When you were two years old, hmm? and you got one bar of chocolate, it didn't suffice. You wanted two, but you got two bars only when you grew to six. Now, as a six-year-old, when you got two bars, that again didn't suffice. Now you want four, but you got four bars only when you turned ten, and when you turned ten, four didn't suffice because now your appetite is increasing. So, with Brahm attainment, Brahm appetite increases. The more you attain it, the more you want it. and you keep wanting it you keep wanting it till you implode with brahm you drink so much of brahm that there is an implosion within and you are finished off that's how brahm dissolves you by getting into you getting into you you fall in love with it 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 charms you inebriates you and you drink just too much of it and it goes within and explodes and you are finished the more you drink the more you want to drink the more is the attainment the more is the appetite for attainment conversely the less is the attainment the less is the appetite for attainment and now you know why most people in the world have no appetite for truth they have no appetite for truth because they have no truth your appetite for truth is directly proportional to the truth you have the more you have the more you want the less you have the less you want which is quite inverted in a sense no bizarre 
in an ideal world you would say the more you have the less you want the less you have the more you want here the case is totally different so the saints want more and more why because they already have a lot the common man hardly wants anything hmm? anything to do with truth why because he anyway has no truth at all only truth can fire your appetite for more truth truth alone is its own appetizer when you are being fed the truth what do you have as appetizer nothing else but the truth give the fellow a little truth and then he'll ask for the whole meal 